and welcome back to the movies made us do it me and matt are back how are you matt i'm pretty good sir how are you i'm all right yeah doing doing good doing good um actually made it to the cinema twice yeah which is uh unheard of always good yeah i mean it's been a been a long time i can't even remember the last one i saw in the cinema um and until this so uh yeah two in a row two weeks in a row might make it a third i don't know if i'm gonna have time this weekend but i do want to see john wick yeah same here um i've seen the rest of the cinema so i kind of feel like should see this one um but uh but yeah Wait, so i'm pretty sure i didn't see the second one in the cinema hmm. but i definitely saw one and three i gotta be honest i struggle to remember what happens in two and three as separate films they're kind of like interwoven in my head now I've seen them re- them both recently, so they're, they're, I'm I'm okay. So the third one, but the I... one with Halle Berry, yes, and then the second one is yes, the second one's got that awesome set piece with the uh, the the uh, concert, yeah, yeah, I, in the yeah. Coliseum, yeah, yeah, I remember. And it's got um, Ruby Rose in one of the only roles that she was actually really good in because she didn't have to act. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she didn't have to speak or do. Very didn't have much. to speak. I hear she's quite good in Orange is the New Black, but I, I never watched she, that far ahead to see her okay in that. that. Yeah. yeah. I I haven't at some point I have to go back and finish that. Yeah, I I really liked it. It was just one of those shows I I never, you know, continued with, but should have because it was it was oh, fine. I mean, as a as a slight spoiler, when ooh, no, I won't I won't spoil it because it, but there's what one one of the cap, one of the characters in particular who is fucking awesome something happens and you're like oh man that's right devastating that was i almost like, i don't think i want to watch this anymore oh no i hate when that happens when something like, happens this, is, this yeah. is so sad i don't want to watch this anymore but it is a really good show the, the funniest thing i think about that series is that the main character who i think in who you know it was based on the book of what happened as this woman in real life she basically smuggled drugs and got caught and okay but she went away for um I, I don't, <laughs> seven I, I seasons was, of tv <laughs> it was like a year i think she went away for she didn't go away right. for very long but she in but of course her character in in the series is like in there for fucking ages i was gonna say that there's like five or six seasons or something isn't there yeah so. And she's the worst character in it. Do you know, I thought that watching uh, season one, I I really liked the supporting cast and I hated her. And I've heard that from practically everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Almost everybody else is great except for her. She's fucking annoying as fuck. That is a really weird thing. Um, Yeah. But, you know. It is a a good series. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, I liked Oz and I liked Bad Girls. Oh, God, Oz. Oz is depressing. If you want a depressing show, there's a depressing yeah. show. <laughs> I mean, Orange is the New Black is depressing as well. But Oz is, is I think... I mean, Orange is the New Black has some levity, talent. right? Because Oz has no levity. It's just no. depressing as fuck. Um, oh. And so, I mean, to be honest, Bad Girls is as well, for the most part. It's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. dark. Um, but yeah. I love both of those shows. So the, the prison thing, I, I, I like the, the, the prison drama. So uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm a big fan of the prison no? stuff. But yeah. it, just so happens that there are some really good ones so you know when, when you're yeah i mean Oz i think prison dramas done. work better as a series rather than a film generally because you gives you more time to kind of flesh yeah. out those those relationships and characters um yeah i mean i did used to watch prisoner cell block h with my oh, mom of course years ago. 
and of course the prisoner which is not a, a prison drama uh, well a prison drama of a sort i guess I mean, yeah so sort of. i guess um yeah. <laughs> one of the best shows ever made if you've never watched it do yeah um, i will make it to poor marion i've never i've never i've been. always wanted to and it looks pretty similar still uh the colors have changed but the I think they, they've pretty much kept it as it was i think it's not it's i think it's a heritage site so yeah i think it even back then i think it was yeah pretty, i don't uh, think they're allowed to do anything to it yeah. to be honest and why would you it's such a gorgeous looking place i mean in terms of being a prisoner somewhere there are worse looking places that's for sure <laughs> that's true yeah um but yeah anyway we're here to talk about new movies and what we've watched so do you want to kick us off sure pick, uh, pick okay so i will start with the whale the whale uh oscar winning uh as of yeah. last week um well, the whale uh i'm uh, really curious about this one because i've i've heard some pretty good things so yeah so darren aronofsky darren aronofsky directing yeah uh who has made some great movies He's, he also made mother which you know well he does <laughs> I, I personally, I think, think the wrestler is probably his strongest I, movie to me. Um, and then he he does like I don't know he he seems to go over the top a bit too much. And Mother is like the, yeah. the probably the worst case of he that. Really likes his biblical themes. He I'll does give him that. I mean, I actually enjoyed Noah. It's a fucking batshit movie. I enjoyed Noah. It made me laugh yeah. quite a bit, and I don't it's... know if it was intentional. And oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean. The, the the balls on the man to to take yeah. a biblical tale and then add Star Trek Five rock monsters <laughs> that 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 for a biblical story I was like wow you you did that huh yeah um surprised you didn't get more flack for that but fine I mean he totally is he, he did he got some real shit for it but I think I I don't I, he clearly doesn't give a fuck no him. no he's gonna do what he's gonna do and I I do respect him he is one of those visionary directors he's got a vision yeah. and and like it or not it it's unique. So. I mean, when I reviewed um, Mother, um, <laughs> your favorite film of all the time. The thing about Mother is the performances are beautiful, amazing. The directing is amazing. It looks beautiful. It sounds amazing. Yeah. The movie itself, I fucking hated. Yeah. So you know, all all the right stuff is there, but oh man, that movie. Anyway, moving on to this. So Mother. And this, that was, was Mother the last, the last one you eight. saw of Aronofsky until now? It's the last one he made, yeah. Okay, so here it's, we are. He went from that to this. So. Is this the redemption? So we've got uh, Brendan Fraser as Charlie, uh, Sadie Sink as Ellie, uh, Ty Simpkins as Thomas, Hong Chu as Liz, and very briefly, Samantha Morton as Mary. Okay. So we are... The, the, it's... Well, it's it's done. It was a, it's a, it was a stage play. Yes, and it's very much a movie of adaption of a stage play. You, you, yeah. Um, but I don't see that as a bad thing in the way that it was filmed. It's filmed in a in almost in one room. Yeah. It's just in his little apartment. But I'm told that the the use of camera angles and stuff is pretty stunning. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. there's amazing shots of you know, just little setup shots of, of, of the characters and stuff, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, so we're introduced to Charlie, who is a uh, literary teacher, 
uh, literary tutor and he teaches his class remotely and they don't see him he says it's ah i was wondering how that worked <laughs> yeah so they never they never see him he, he says his camera's broken so he, and he teaches over the over the net um and he obviously he is a morbidly obese um gentleman um who seems to live alone but is looked after by um liz who comes in and she brings him food and she brings him medication she makes sure he's doing things she, she checks on him she is a nurse right uh, was she and, his nurse or just a friend so i don't know whether she's specifically his nurse I don't she is now i guess is. like it or not but yeah yeah so there was i don't know whether how much to give away to mm, be honest that's fair enough. Um, but i i don't think she's his nurse but she certainly does everything she can for him sure <clears throat> um and through a, the circumstance of um his partner's death he's basically eaten himself into his current position yeah um and i don't think it's really spoiling anything to say that he is clearly dying I, I think the trailers made that pretty clear. And he wants to get in, get basically in touch with his estranged daughter, um, who you find out basically he fell in love with someone uh, and he left his family for, um, I don't remember what, what his partner's name is. Um, anyway, um, he he left her at, at eight, so um, obviously, you know, she was obviously young enough to have been massively attached to her father, and then, but yeah. not old enough to understand why. Sure. So now she mm -hmm. is a bit of a delinquent, and she turns up, and um, his he says, you know. You, your mum doesn't know that you're you're here, does she? And she's like, no. And she's just vile. And she's, you know, she's, I would say, a typical teenager turned up to eight. You know, turned well, okay, yeah, ten, I should say. She's she's you know she's got no, she doesn't seem to have any friends, and she takes pictures of weird things like dead dogs. Okay, and, psychopath in the making, kind of. Yeah, she yeah. seems to have serious anger management issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, she does these weird she does these horrible things and his character is he, he's almost like the embodiment of seeing the good in people he right he truly sees that people are, are can be can do wonderful things and do great things so he's kind of given up on himself but he sees yes. everyone else is wonderful and yeah. yeah okay yeah and there's a sort of a a, a visit from this um missionary guy comes by you know at the very beginning he comes he comes by and, and charlie's clearly having uh an episode right. and he gets charlie to read he gets this uh this um thomas name is, he gets thomas to read this um book report on moby dick to him right and it kind of almost seems to calm him and bring him out of this this what, what I suspect is probably a heart attack. Um, 
and it's it i mean other than that i can't really i don't want to you know, no, that, that's that's fair enough of the story yeah, itself yeah. um but like yeah like you said it's 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 all done in this in his apartment um other than a few flashbacks and it's mostly done in in one you know living room kitchen scenario yeah and um yeah it is incredibly sleazy. it's also filmed in the in the box format so the edges are cut off you've got no you know it's yeah old, yeah, old yeah tv style you know old, i forget the ratio what they call four it, three the yeah i think that's sounds very wrong yeah but yeah it's, it's it's you know it's all done to make it you know more enclosed and more you know you're in there with him and this and you said about the the, the, the shots there's, there's some amazing shots of um there's this one particular shot that i thought was was stunning was liz is this tiny little woman this, uh, and he's stood sort of over at one point and you're behind her looking up at him sort of almost through her and it's a beautiful shot it really it's it's stunning um and i don't i don't mind that it's stage i think it you know in some cases it can certainly ruin a movie if, if, if it feels yeah. like a stage play um but then a lot most people don't go to the bloody stage so i think if if, if you want this to, to show people you know this that then i'm i'm, I'm kind of glad that they he did it like this I, I i it doesn't at all detract from it for me no um, brendan fraser who i've always loved anyway is amazing in this hmm he, I think that he was so well chosen because Brendan Fraser is absolutely lovable. I've yeah, always... he he's always struck me as just a really nice guy. So yeah, yeah. I think most people who who know Brendan Fraser, you, I think the overwhelming thing is that he's a lovable guy. He's a real, yeah. you know, and and he really brings out that in 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 Charlie I think he 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 brings and and it's 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 both horribly sad and you know also amazing that he has such hope as well yeah it's some it's a really really good dynamic of he it has sounds no, like a really uh well written complex character I think so. I, yeah. I think it does, and I think I, I, I would I would struggle to to think of anybody else who could play it so well as mm. as you know that that would make you feel for the, the character quite as much. And it could be you know it could be easy to have the you know just feel nothing but disgust for this character because you do feel disgust for this character. And he he says constantly, "Do I disgust you? Do do I make you feel sick? You know." And he says it all, all you know constantly throughout the movie. Right. And he does because he is a grotesque character. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you, but you, you understand, you understand why he is in the situation he's in, and yeah. and also that love for everyone else is is probably quite infectious. Yeah, it, it is. And Sadie Sink, um, you know, she's she's. I, mean, I would say she doesn't have that much to work with, other than being snarky teenager, which. We know she can fine. do. Yep, she can do that. well. You know, we've, <laughs> we've seen her. In, we've seen her in Stranger Things, and she's she's good she's, at that. Yep. She's basically the, her character in that, but 
turned up, you know, dialed sure. up. That is, <laughs> I am afraid, a a trap that I have seen a lot of the Stranger Things kids falling into. Yeah, just playing versions of those characters mm-hmm. to, to varying degrees. Um, Which I think some you know, have escaped that, but, but it's some, kind of yeah. understandable because I think people have seen them do that and gone, "Wow, they're we they're, hurt they're in that, that awkward stage but, of being hired for being that character." Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we need a character like this." It's like, "Well, let's just hire that person who played that character." Fine, you know. But I, I mean, I do. I, but they're all I, very I, talented. That I was going to say, not to take anything away from her, because I think she does it really well, and, and she. I know. think the cast of Stranger Things is is one of the most remarkable group of kids uh, in terms yeah, of acting, it's... really. Um, so I, I hope they all can step no, out of the it, shadow. Of it. I think that I think. Um some of the some of the characters get a little short shrift in some of the seasons yes uh, yeah well that's the problem with ensemble yeah cast like that but uh the the, the biggest surprise for me is, is uh was hong chu i've never i don't think i've seen her in anything before i think i think if and if i have i think only in in passing so she's the she's she plays liz the the, the, the nurse friend character and she is amazing is this um person who clearly loves him and is clearly trying to help him but knows that she can't help him and knows that she all she's doing is partially enabling him right and partially just sort of seeing him through to the end you know what i mean it's that she's she's that she and it, you can see in her it's also breaking her it's you know you you, you feel that when he's if you know when he goes what's she gonna do what's yeah gonna be left for her <laughs> ah she was in the menu which is another film i've not watched it's on uh, my list I, i'm yeah. gonna it looks I, really good i was um, hoping to see that as well but i haven't got around to it so i'm, go- I'm, I'm going to definitely see that and review it hopefully next time yeah um i mean what more can you ask for Anya taylor joy and uh Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes, yeah, I mean, amazing cast. Um, so yeah, so her, um, she she is amazing. I, she, her, her, I mean, all the performances are great, but I thought she was was particularly quite good. Um, as you know, we talk about the Oscars, um, <laughs> and you know, for you, hey, it's one of the few years I'm not going to argue with like a yeah. couple of them. I mean, uh, years ago we used to cover the Oscars. We did. We used to on the the, the movie show on on, on radio. Year, we used to do it every year. Big yeah, thing. Each year it got less and less. I don't think we think we barely like, mentioned it last year. I think all we mentioned was the slap, right? All, that was yeah, because that was all that anybody was interested in. That yep. was all was because the rest of it. it, it to be it fair, it used to be care. as a as a film fan, the Oscars yeah. was everything. Man, I used to look yeah. forward to it every year. It's now I wouldn't watch it if you I paid me. You know, but yeah, it's. it's it's lost its meaning, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, and then and and now to to turn around and go, but they did. They actually chose right this year. They they chose the best movie, the best actress, the best. Well, I I actor. can't speak for the whale. I, I can certainly speak to 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 Brendan Fraser, but I can certainly absolutely speak for everything, everywhere, and and the accolades exactly. piled on that film are a hundred percent deserved, in my opinion. I, I for me personally. I think The Whale is a remarkable movie. I'm glad. I, I'm it's, looking forward to seeing I it. I think it's a, it's a beautifully well done movie that some people may find morkish or um, grotesque in in some respects. Um, I've I know to say I it's garnered a lot of 
criticism for not casting a fat actor, and it's like, I I still don't get a lot of these things. It's like he's an actor. It's a it's called acting. It's, it's a role. I I um I don't think I one I don't asking, think it's safe for for someone. No, to I was going to say one asking an actor size. to put on that much weight in real life is ridiculous, yeah. and two finding a, a, an actor that talented actually that size already yeah i I think it's 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 i think you'd be you would be hard pressed to ensure someone on a movie set to gain that much weight and i i just from a from a health and safety point of view and and you know for the for the sake of the actor i just yeah i i don't i don't really see how you can argue that personally i mean fair enough i guess people will people will argue anything on the internet yeah, i yeah, have learned that. um but i just don't see how it's practical or healthy for someone to gain that much weight or finding finding an actor of that size yeah. i just yeah i i'm not sure uh it's a role and i believe that people should be able to 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 you know mm-hmm. play a role they and you know it's a it's a it is a I think a remarkable role. It's, mm. you know, it's it's a really great. And I mean, to, it, after after the movie had finished, it's like I felt like I'd been punched. It was, it was so that cool. funny enough. Is the reason I haven't watched it yet because I, yeah. I keep getting tempted, but I'm like, I need to be mentally in the right frame of mind to watch this movie. Yeah. And I'm, lately, I've just been like, I need a bit of escapism. I'm a bit like feeling a bit rubbish, and I I don't want to. It's the yeah, kind of film that's just going to really upset me, and I'm not yeah. in the, that frame of mind right now. like that at the moment. Yeah, just, not like, not like, I'm not in a bad way or anything. Just, no. just, I'm not like, you know, uh, it's not a cry for help. I'm just saying <laughs> sometimes I need to be in the right frame of mind to watch something, and at the moment I'm like, I want happy things. I, I can't, you know. Oh no. I mean, hey, let's. I, I'm, I'm feeling really happy. Let's go watch No Country for Old Men or, or, or yeah. <laughs> I I always remember back to uh, I I was feeling a bit like emotionally uh, delicate I guess uh, when me and my dad decided to watch the Railway Man. Yeah, I. I but that fucking destroyed that. me, and I yeah. was like, no, I I clearly I need to be in the right. I mean, that movie would probably destroy me at my best of times because that movie yeah. is is I don't know if you've ever watched that movie. It's a fantastic I have, film. I have seen it. I I saw it not so long ago and. It's a tremendous film, but it is it punches you in the gut, <laughs> and uh, and so I yeah with this I was like yeah maybe in a in a week or so when I'm feeling and a bit of, more one of ready. his best performances as well that he I'm sure no I mean uh, uh, Railwayman um oh uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah Christ I can't remember my brain's gone yeah mine too I can see him yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's really annoying uh the railway. Oh. stars every week i know it normally i'm pretty good with this but today even i have failed uh oh i I can see his face colin firth jesus christ i could see his face as well it was just yeah yeah fantastic movie but an absolute gut punch and i felt the same here i saw the trailer even the trailer was making me kind of emotional um yeah, and, and I was. Just... I mean, you 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 could probably call it manipulative, but yeah. It, no, I, mean, I don't. Well, I mean, that's the story. But yeah, it, it's. And and what I mean isn't. 
isn't film all about manipulation really at the end yeah, of the day i mean so. you know you're manipulating people into feeling things that's yeah it's not real so you're manipulating people into that i think that's fine and i i think this looks tremendous i'm really looking forward to seeing it like yeah. i said i just want to be in the right frame of mind which I, is the only reason i have yeah I, w- I would definitely say you know go in prepared because mm-hmm. it's it, it it will it will kick you in the uh in the yeah. kidneys yeah and i i, I know that I, I, I'll, I'll watch it soon <laughs> and listen, all, all the performances are, are, are great um particularly uh chew and fraser they're 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 both stunning performances mm. it's it's really good i i still you know haven't forgiven Maranowski from from other but he this this goes a long way to, to some sort of redemption for him <laughs> like i said i, I think <laughs> yeah i mean i think you know like it like him or love him in what he does he is a visionary director and, and there aren't many of them so you know no and you know um if it encourages more people to see something interesting and not just a big blockbuster you absolutely know, crashy smashy movie then yeah absolutely mm. yeah i really loved it highly recommend it but uh yeah be warned of the gut punch yes yes absolutely well i will certainly be checking that out soon um i'm trying to decide what to talk about first uh i think i will go with the film i watched this weekend and then i'll get to the one that i watched the weekend before after um my memory of it is fading but it's fine um (laughs) so i watched uh last weekend uh 65 uh which i i'm confused by the film's title it it says is the film's title 65 or 65 million years ago i think the tagline is million years ago so i think the film yeah. is called 65 well assume that um so it's one of those it's a really weird thing because it's kind of telling you oh it's not about earth but it's totally about earth well it's telling you that it is about <laughs> earth immediately yeah. it, it's one of those weird things where when when i watched the movie i actually thought you could have i mean i think it would have annoyed me if they'd done it but they could have done it as a twist ending um and the reason i think that is because a lot of the dinosaurs i didn't actually necessarily recognize as dinosaurs that i knew there were a couple but like you probably could have got away with it you would have guessed the story anyway i think like it it's kind of um actually i i think it's probably better off They're, they're very open about what's going on and that's probably for the best because i think in hindsight it probably would have annoyed me if they tried to keep this a secret until the end because i think we would have guessed within the first five minutes Um, yeah so uh there are some this this is an interesting one so it's directed by scott beck and brian woods um and written by scott beck and brian woods starring adam driver and uh ariana greenplatt greenblatt um who both 100% carry this movie uh adam driver as we know one of the best actors cast in shit roles uh constantly yeah. he is so talented he, there there are so many movies where you just sit and watch him yes he's amazing 100%. and then there are so many movies he, it is like half of his movies are amazingly brilliant and great tour de forces of acting performances and then there are other movies where he's like, why is he fucking in this movie? What is he doing? And and you can only blame a director when you know that an actor is that capable. 
Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Ariana Greenblatt. Now, I, I've not seen her in anything before. I don't know if she's in other movies. She is amazing in this film. Uh, she... Oh, she was in Love and Monsters. She was Minnow in Love and Monsters. Oh, okay. She is amazing in this film. Uh, in terms of a child actor, one of the best I've seen in recent years. She is fantastic. Um, and so is Adam Driver, but that goes without saying. Um, yeah. So we have a few things here. So it starts off and it's very open. It's like, you know, uh, the, the opening, it starts out off going through space and it's like, oh, before humans existed. And, you know, it's very clear, like before humans, there were aliens and they were amongst the stars. And, and it's kind of humorous because it, it makes this big spiel about how, you know, before, uh, before the human race uh you know other races walked the stars and then it, it cuts immediately to a beach with american as fuck adam driver talking to his american as fuck wife and it's like <laughs> you know it's fine i i feel like they should have done a a hunt for red october like starting an alien language then translate it into english and then become english if that makes okay. sense yeah. because yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of almost i laughed and i shouldn't have laughed it was just silly i was like oh americans in space was what i said to my friend <laughs> as we were watching um but anyway opens on this beach and uh, it turns out that uh, the the character that adam driver is playing uh, called mills his daughter is dying she has a uh, a disease i don't think they say what it is she has an illness and she's dying and uh, in order to pay for treatment uh, mills is going to take this role uh of basically is a colony ship and he's he's ferrying these these people across space um they're in uh like hibernation or there's, a, there's been a lot of that recently yeah it is what well, the, the, a I, lot of this film is very it's a very tired old dying kid yeah and i need to take this job or this one last job or... sure yeah yeah uh but as a result obviously this trip is going to take two years uh which is longer than they'd planned. He's like, look, I've all the way for two years. She's like, look, I understand. And she's like, I know why you're doing this, dad. Like you're doing this for me. And, and you know, fair enough. <clears throat> um, he's initially worried that she'll hate him for it, but he's, you know, she, she already understands. She's like, I know you're going for me and, and that's fine. Um, so anyway, they, they head off and then there is a, he's oh, sorry he heads off they they stay behind his wife and, and daughter stay behind um he heads off and he gets like hollow vids from her over time it turns out but uh somewhere during the voyage um there is uh the the ship uh hits an asteroid uh belt or or comes into contact with asteroids that it wasn't expecting you can probably guess where that's going um and uh hits the ship and the ship crashes on earth prehistoric earth um and what follows is um less dinosaurs than you would expect and a lot more character moments than you would expect for a movie that built itself about being about giant stompy dinosaurs um <laughs> it's a lot more see i don't think people are gonna like this very much because it's a lot more of of adam driver and ariana greenblatt walking and talking and getting to know each other um okay. so ariana greenblatt her character uh koa is from a different race on their planet from a different region and so their translator's broken so he can't understand what she's saying they they speak different languages he doesn't know the language uh so there's the uh, uh 
a language barrier between the two of them and they try and communicate with each other to get to this point so when they crash they realize that half of the spaceship is uh in the mountains he locates it in the mountains and he discovers that through their technology which is really crap and we'll get to their technology being rubbish later uh he he determines that the escape shuttle is still intact in this half of the ship so they want to get there and escape the planet um she obviously being a child just wants her kid her parents um he lies and basically said hey your parents they're over there in that ship he knows they're dead but he's like they're over there um what's left of them might be yeah yeah effectively so (laughs) so he crashes and is basically initially he thinks he's the only survivor um and sends a message as such saying hey one survivor no point in coming for rescue don't worry but then discovers this other girl and he's like oh okay there is a survivor send help because we need to rescue this girl uh and the story basically unfolds from there uh we learn you know through uh very early on that his daughter died while he was traveling which is why he's kind of given up on life um and uh and basically it's a race to for them to 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 escape the planet before the obvious thing happens that everyone has already fucking guessed from the fact that they hit an asteroid on the way in um what could possibly that uh, yeah what could that possibly be that's um, cryptic for me now this film kind of struggles in two places for me one place is that it's a cast of fucking two so you know goddamn well they're gonna be fine like whenever there's peril you're like well she's probably okay though isn't she because otherwise you know what i mean like there's only two people in this movie so you know the stakes are the stakes are pretty goddamn high and if she dies in the first 20 minutes i i don't see that happening right so there's that kind of issue um you know i I mean towards the end you you kind of get to the point where you're like well actually i guess either of them could die at this point and you know but early on it's kind of that the uh the danger early on is lessened yeah, by the fact that you know they're probably the going to be fine. Um, the other thing that I had real issue with with this movie, and it's tiny things that you could fix. And I, I said to Ben, who I watched this with, I, I was like, you could have fixed this with a couple of lines of dialogue or a couple of visuals. The, the ship is traveling across space and they, they say it was an unexpected asteroid field. The, the ship hadn't calculated the asteroids would be there, right? right. But they have this advanced technology and we're I mean, we're, I'm not kidding when I say this ship is flying towards the fucking asteroids that I can see with my own eyes. There is a massive load of asteroids right in front of the ship and the ship just flies straight into it. Like, so we're not even talking like warp speed. No, 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 here. no. I mean, it's going fast, but I mean, like when I can visually see the goddamn stuff and you presumably have enough time to move out of the way and it's not even alerting anyone. It doesn't alert anyone until the, the ship hits you know and <laughs> effectively um it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you just show me a quick scene of like the sensors malfunctioning or or like a mechanical yeah. fault or something or 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 even uh adam driver's mills kind of commenting that something's gone wrong here that would have been fine it, it's it's that little thing where it's like a couple of lines here and it would be fine um yeah. you've also got the kind of the scene that i i could because after that it kind of added insult to injury that he's got this device that can scan things and and work out traje- trajectories and stuff like that and and he scans the fucking asteroid that's about to collide with the planet clearly you can visually see that the bloody thing's going to collide with the it does not look good right it's like clearly a looming problem yeah and the device is like yeah i don't know 
maybe who i don't know what that is and then you know later in the movie it's like oh yeah that's gonna hit earth but it's like i could tell that was gonna hit earth just from looking at it with my eyes so i don't know how you're struggling device um but that aside clearly uh, that's great yeah well that's the thing it's an advanced race and and they have this technology that is apparently rubbish um but that aside i i will say i had a really good time with this movie it's a very basic plot you know the plot you, yeah you know how it's gonna go you know how it's gonna end it would be difficult for me to spoil this movie it's it's very straightforward and very obvious but it's fine as a you know as an action tense action movie in cretaceous earth it's fine i really you know i had a good time mainly carried by the performances um but you know it, it's Again, fine it's it's you know on something like the whale it's like it's it's it has to be on those performances because there there's there, there is very little else to go with i'm not going to put this on the level of the whale I'm... oh no no i'm just saying you know <laughs> It's, it's it's a very small cast it's, yes it's a very small cast and the cast are absolutely solid they're fantastic his daughter is fantastic his wife is fantastic for the amount of time they're in it very little um you know adam driver is fantastic uh the, the, the whole cast really the, really strong. gave me vibes of that will smith it's movie. better than after earth it's, kind of, it's not that I, fucking bad i would hope it would be <laughs> but it still just made me think no. oh that seems like after earth and it's, i, I you know i had the same worry going in i was like this reminds me of after earth and that's not a good thing but having seen it no it's it's far better than that it's just an action movie well i say action it, it's it's a movie with dinosaurs and bits of action and peril and a, and a very straightforward journey from a to b treacherous journey with dinosaurs um the thing that so the, the what uh, it's for me it's like okay i have questions like if these are an advanced spacefaring race, yeah, where are they now? Well, but I mean that's the thing. I mean, where or, is this colony ship going? And and you never is, know. You never know the destination of this colony ship. Okay. This this was an accident. There was no time dilation. The wazzy. No, because they're very clear that the round trip was going to take in two years, so there can't be much in the way of time dilation. Two years isn't really that long for one of those big deep space jobs, is it? No. So you could assume that the thing could go... I mean, maybe the plan was that they were heading to Earth to populate Earth and didn't realize yeah. that the asteroid situation was going ahead. Maybe that's what they were planning. They they don't tell you where they're going, to my knowledge. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the, the biggest issue with this, this film is the technology and like how did that... How was this able to happen? When I can see something visually, your sensors in a, a spacefaring race should be able to detect and move out of the way. I mean, a fucking Roomba can detect what's in front of it <laughs> and move out of the way. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it shouldn't be that hard. Um, but that aside, it's a very straightforward movie. It's fine. I, I left the cinema and I said, I will probably never watch that film again. But yeah. I'm glad I watched it. It was fun. It's very short as well. It's 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 like ninety three minutes, so it, it's it's the perfect length. It's it it tells a reasonable story. I really enjoyed the interactions between the uh, the lead uh, and the support with uh, Adam Driver and Ariana Greenblatt. I think that Ariana Greenblatt is is absolutely a name to watch out for because her acting is superb in this. Well, it, it, I'm just looking at some of the uh, some of the things for her. 
it looks like she might be playing. I think she's playing Tiny Tina in the Borderlands movie. In the what movie? In the Borderlands movie. Borderlands movie, yeah. Although that was a thing I didn't know was happening. We might have talked about that at some I point. We, I, I was going to say, I'm sure we have talked about it. <laughs> I might have deleted that from my brain. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. With that, it was only a matter of time before they made a Borderlands movie. That's true. You're, you're right. Um, but she's fantastic in this, and, and I think she's one to look out for. Um, I remember and, her being really good in, in Love and Monsters. Yeah yeah um so yeah it's it's a fine movie it's it's not gonna win any oscars there's nothing original about it but the cast the acting and the short length of the film definitely makes it a worthwhile watch i I would wait until it's on streaming somewhere yeah when it's on amazon or netflix for free give it a watch i don't think you'll regret the time you've spent um but it, you know, like I said, it's not going to win any awards or anything. It's as long as it's better than that After Earth. I think that. Oh, that, it, that's a low, that That's a very it, low bar, my friend. Um, but yeah, it's it's certainly better than that. So, what else have you been watching? Uh, so, uh, not a movie, but a series. Uh, I saw nineteen twenty three. Nineteen twenty three. Yes. All the episodes of that now. Uh, so, this is another one of the um, Taylor Sheridan series, uh, as a you know, a link to. Yellowstone. So this is yeah. the mid. Oh, it was not quite mid because it's, it's. But it's, it's obviously between. <laughs> it, it makes eight, me laugh because three and now <laughs> it's it's build when you look at the poster. It says 1923, a Yellowstone origin story, and it's like I wish underneath it it had like a a, a sequel. <laughs> like it's like a a Yellowstone origin story, a sequel to 18. You know? <laughs> yeah, how they got that. Um, so I mean, this is it's, it's a great cast: uh, Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Uh, oh, never seen it. Uh, Brandon Skillaner, mm. uh, Julia Schopfer, uh, Jerome Flynn, and um, uh, for crying out loud, uh, Timothy Dalton. Fantastic. Uh, on villain duty, as uh, well he should. He is very good at being a villain. Oh yes, he's totally, he's totally. Uh, he's really fallen into that role in in more recent years. He has, yeah. I think it's the voice. Well, I think it's the way of Bond. Yeah. Because you know, it, it's it's the same with um, Pierce Brosnan. I think he makes a fantastic villain now. You know, he does, I think yeah, Bond Bond true. gets to an age and then he makes the perfect villain. Although I'm not sure about um, Daniel Craig. But... Uh, yeah, he's got a while to go yet, though. <laughs> So obviously this is uh, again about the Dutton family and uh, it's, you know, not quite so far removed from the 1800s uh, one. So it's, you know, the, the, the children, the, the two sons of them, of the, of, of now grown up. Yeah. Uh, one is still in on the farm. The other one has been through the first world war and he's now, his experiences have basically made him a, a sort of wanderer, but he basically spends his time in, africa as a hunter and right. he he basically goes to things like you know where they have man eaters you know okay friends. so he's like pest control for yeah he's basically yeah. he's basically pest control so you know if, if, if tourists or or workers or something are, are being attacked by uh, lions or leopards or something he'll turn up and deal with them kill kill, kill the kill uh, the the animal uh Harrison Ford and, and Helen Mirren are the, the un, 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 an uncle that now run uh, the, the, the Yellowstone. 
and it's the Great Depression is 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 happening, and uh, the they're, they're experiencing a, a drought, and it's some you know basically awful conditions mean that they're they're in serious trouble because they're not getting they're not going to be getting the money they want because the war is over. The what happened in in, in real life is that. All the, the the families and all of the the ranchers and that had these amazing government contracts, where they were you know, pay, getting paid to to supply troops. Then the war ended and the depression hit, and there were all these ranchers that had fields and fields of cattle with the government going, well, we can't pay for them anymore. There's, you know, we they're your problem now. Yeah, and you know, left all these you know, all these ranchers completely and utterly fucked. Whereas most of the other ranchers are, are all falling along the wayside because they've all taken out mortgages and things, or taken out loans and things like that. They, they haven't, but due to other circumstances, it's going wrong for them. So it, while that's going on, you also got Jerome Flynn's character, who is a sheep farmer, and his group of sheep farmers, they're all fighting for the same grazing land. Okay. So you you then got a range war happening between these two factions. Yeah. And into that range war comes uh, Dalton's character, who is this uh, hugely rich businessman who sees an opportunity. There's, there's a, basically a mine on this. There's, there's, there's a... a, a I remember if it's silver or whatever it is it's it's a mine on this thing that he's basically bought on the land and and he sees an opportunity to basically just buy up everything so he's you know this this series is complete villain against the, the you know the the the, the noble rain, uh, rancher if you like <clears throat> so you've you've got the you've got those you've got that the story of the of back home you've got the story with um the the son in Africa who who meets this uh, lady, this English lady, and they immediately fall in love and they they sort of run away together. Um, due to horrible things happening on the homestead, they try, they're trying to get him to come back home. So the later part of the the, the story becomes more of for him coming trying to get back home with his his like his new girl uh, and, the, and the stuff that happens to them. So you've got these two, you know, um, stories. You've then got this other story um, of um, oh, Tiona Rainwater, who is a, a Native American girl who is um, living in one of those awful Catholic uh native schools where they're basically trying to beat the native out of them and they're trying to civilize them and, right and, you know there's these awful nuns that are just doing terrible things to them and she basically not to spoil anything from what she does but she does leave let's say sure. so uh you've got her story as well and, and these for me, that 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 story was weird because it's it almost takes away from the main stuff. It's 
<laughs> it's not that it's a bad story or anything like that. It just feels slightly out of place. It feels... Because none of the characters... I mean, I'm sure at some point they will interact with each other. Yeah. But they, they feel so very separate from anything because they don't have any connection so far that you you see. And it's it's not that it's a bad story. I, I almost think that that should be a series in itself following her and her family and, and what's going on with them. <laughs> but in the terms of this series, it seems a bit weird and it seems a bit odd yeah that they keep almost taking away from 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 the main story <coughs> Helen Mirren and Ford are obviously they're they're brilliant and it's one of those times where Ford clearly gives a fuck yeah you know it, uh, we've seen yeah, oh god is he, he cannot so, in so many things in the last I don't know 10 or so years he's past the age where he could be bothered to hide that yeah, he doesn't give a fuck no. anymore. He, he, he's clearly doing stuff for a paycheck that I'm not sure he needs sometimes. Yeah. But this, I think he genuinely feels something for. So he's actually feels like he's acting, not just yeah. turning up and saying his words. And he his chemistry with Mirren is really good. And I think that's maybe partly to do with the fact that they were in um, Mosquito Coast together. Mm-hmm. So whether they, you know, had a, I don't know whether they had a great relationship then and, you know, it, it continues. But yeah, maybe they continue to be friends. Yeah, they're a, they are a, they're, they're a great, you know. I mean, let's not forget they're, they're both very accomplished, amazing actors. Absolutely. So, They've been know. doing this for a very long time. They're both brilliant. Certainly if they wanted to fake that, they could. They're, they're both yeah, very exactly. capable. Yeah, That's, That is very true. Um the, the the minor cast, all the you know the, the, the sons and the other anchors, they're all they're all doing their part. They're all they're, yeah, you know they're all some, you know there's a, a, a few sort of remarkable little things. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's 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 just like Yellowstone and like the other. It does feel like it's an incredibly well done soap opera. It's. I mean, I said to you when uh, when you said you'd watch this, I was like, I, do, I can't imagine they'd fuck it up at this point. Like, you no. know, they're, they're on such a roll. Um, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's Paramount, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's Taylor Sheridan is Paramount's jewel at the moment. It's the only Absolutely. thing that's making them money. He, he said, I'm going to keep giving him series. And there is this one, unlike the first one, I think, I think although they are going to continue the 1800 story, it's not going to be quite the same thing because right. of what happens in that show. Um, but this is definitely getting a second season. So this is it's already set up that, that we have a second season ready to go. Well, and maybe is, some of those threads that you were like, I don't know how that, that seems very yeah, separate. Well, I guess that's, that's, yeah, that, it, it does feel that at some point they will connect with it. But, but it, for the majority of this season... Like I said, it's not like it's bad because it's not. It's a really good storyline. It's mm. a it's a really interesting storyline, but it does feel slightly separate from you know what the the main thing that's that's going on. <laughs> I'm sure she will f- turn out to be the um, uh, the ancestor of one of the characters that's in right. Yellowstone. Pretty sure of that, but you know we'll we'll see. Time will tell. Um. And it's it's you know it shows it shows the really the, the the usual sort of things that you would expect from this sort of time period you know the the, the depression, but with the the coming of electricity and the coming of of home appliances and the fact that you know the ranch in the middle of nowhere has none of those things they they don't have lights and they don't have you know all all 
all those sort of amenities and, and you know she, she she sees interesting and it Helen Mirren's character sort of like they're, they're walking along the town at one point and there's the guy sort of um showing off the latest fridges and washing machines and stuff and of course you know Ford's character's like I don't need any of that and she's like oh that sounds really interesting <laughs> you yeah know? I'm you know those little sort of things benefit of living in the modern world I am going to argue fridges are useful buddy <laughs> Really yeah, that's definitely yeah. one that I would keep on the pile. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really enjoyable. I think it's of the of the three series as a whole. I think it's it's the lesser of the three. Okay, but still fantastic. Um, and... For me, the eighteen eighty three for me was an almost perfect series. But I think it mainly because of the, what it is and what it, the specific storyline really appealed to me. You know. Uh, just slightly more and I think it's a it's a because of the way it's set up it's a it's a more straightforward storyline I guess yeah um but that's you know not saying much it's still a really really bloody good well done uh series that I would highly recommend to anybody who and especially I mean especially if you if you like Yellowstone yeah why wouldn't you want to you know watch it in it's, it's it's just a brilliantly well crafted highbrow soap opera, I suppose you could you would call yeah. it, which is kind of what which is exactly what Yellowstone is. So you know Yellowstone's basically been described as you know an update version of Dallas. It's it's, it's sure. So I just think it's slightly cruel, but not. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a re- it's a really good series. I'm I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's it's all of these shows are on my list. I need to kind of watch them all. I I did joke one day I might just watch them all in the order of years that they come out. Yeah, yeah, that was. That um, but yeah, I I I keep hearing nothing but good things about these these series, so uh, I will certainly check them out at some point. Um, so my uh, uh two weeks back now uh went to see Creed three. Uh, I am a huge Rocky fan. Um, yeah. unapologetically so i will even sit through rocky five and have a good time it's not a good movie but there are bits i enjoy yeah. um so you know this was a shoe in for me uh i i love the rocky films um certainly have their ups and downs but for the most part i think they're fantastic um and i really enjoyed creed i thought creed was a wonderful reboot uh mm. or not reboot i guess uh soft reboot sequel um focusing on uh apollo creed's son adonis creed uh with uh the support from stallone as rocky balboa now an aging balboa we certainly don't want to see rock you know stallone climbing in the ring again i think rocky balboa was pushing it when he did yep. that movie uh fantastic as that film that film was way better than it had any right to be but um, i mean to be honest i mean as we've said before i think even before by the time you get to five he oh should- yeah probably be well, 100%. four or even he should probably be a vegetable that is can barely oh be. yeah i mean he's I, I think stallone was very honest about uh how he 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 said like looking back the the sound of those punches and the amount of punches were just so ridiculous in those later movies they become a very di- it's almost like an alternate universe you know you've got one <laughs> yeah. and then you've got like two three four and five or certainly yeah. three four and five are like alternate universe and then rocky balboa feels like it's bringing it back to the the 
the origin of one and that that kind of more grounded view yeah. um certainly the creed movies have tried to stay more in line with rocky balboa and there was there was a lot i liked about creed but overall it wasn't i didn't Oh, it's not as good as like Rocky. It as much as you did, but yeah, I, I don't think it's as good as Rocky, the their first movie. Um, but I liked it. Um, I I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. I think he's a great yeah, actor. I think he's great. Um, and um, so Creed Two for me was it was okay. Like it it's it was was not as good as the first one in my opinion. I I think it was interesting. Like they they did the the uh, Ivan Drago's son. So obviously Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed, who is, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan Creed's father, uh, who he never knew. So there was that tension. But at the same time, it's like, well, it was a father you never knew anyway. So it was kind of awkward in that way. Yeah. It was interesting, but kind of awkward. However, I did think it had a lovely send off for Rocky at the end. He he reunites with his son and you get the feeling that the whole way through Creed 2 balboa was struggling with that and he you know he finally put you know worked up the courage to to reunite with his son and talk to his son and meet his his uh grandson or daughter i forget now um anyway creed 3 uh big falling out between stallone and the studio um stallone threw his toys out of the pram spat his dummy out and uh stormed off and uh, so we get to Creed 3, a Rocky-less movie for the first time in the, the Rocky franchise. I guess you can still call it the Rocky franchise. Um, Do they mention Rocky? They mention Rocky. Uh, is he still around or is he dead? They, well, they, this is the... Off screen? So, I, oh God. Okay, well, to start with a negative, this is the biggest problem with this movie. They should have killed Rocky off. They, this film, honestly, in my opinion, should have opened with his funeral. Because... Right. It is. I'm going to get to how much I enjoyed this movie because I really enjoyed Creed three. I I think this was better than Creed two, and I right. think as a standalone boxing film, I loved this movie. I was invested. I thought the characters were fantastic, but it is distracting when we know that Rocky's alive and what Creed is going through, particularly that final fight. You're like, how is he not? watching this fight how is he not in the crowd how is he not even like even just showing a text message from him or something or like a phone call like a one-sided phone call so we don't see stallone and i understand why i think michael b jordan and uh stallone actually get on well i don't think there's an issue there i think the issue is between rocky and the studio uh, between rocky between stallone (laughs) and the studio and i think that michael b jordan was probably being respectful and thought well i won't kill him off so that perhaps he can come back in Creed 4 if that's something we want to do, right? But for me, it was distracting having Rocky mentioned in the movie, but never seen, and for Creed to be going through all of this, and for Rocky to never appear. It it almost felt more awkward with the mentioning him and not showing him, that if they'd either ignored him altogether... Or what I would have done would have been to open with his funeral and then have the whole movie continue on from there. Um, But that aside, I thought Creed 3 was a fantastic film. Um, We opened several years after uh, Creed 2 and uh, Creed is retiring. Um, Adonis Creed is retiring. He's having his final match um, against uh, 
Ricky, Pretty Ricky, who was the the uh, main opponent from the first Creed movie. Uh, he's now out of prison, and they're having this 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 retirement bout, which uh, Adonis wins. Uh, he then retires uh, because they they have a daughter um, who is uh, completely deaf. So um, it was it was made clear in the in the first Creed that um, uh, the uh, character played by tessa thompson bianca uh bianca was uh going deaf she was losing her hearing their daughter is completely deaf uh he decides to he's going to retire i guess he's retirement age anyway a lot of injuries and uh he's going to just set up a boxing school he's got like the apollo boxing uh, or creed boxing uh school and uh, that's what he does now he he kind of you know uh in in movie terms he would be the executive producer of of the the boxing (laughs) school which is like he turns up occasionally you know but but basically duke jr is is running little duke is running the whole thing yeah you know um but uh he meets or comes across uh jonathan major's character damien who is a a old friend from um their uh from his past when they were kids so they they used to uh both live in um what would you call it like uh a home for for orphans an orphanage kind of i guess Uh, uh, and basically they grew up together in this orphanage before um before apollo creed's uh marianne apollo creed's uh wife comes to pick him up which he did in, in you saw in the opening of creed uh so they were together um due to an event that happened in their past um damien ended up going to jail he's been in prison this whole time um and he's now out and uh he is at first seemingly quite you know just uh, humble and and happy to to kind of see adonis again and and they reunite and he makes it clear he basically we see in the the early parts of this movie that that damien is a fantastic boxer he always wanted to be a boxer that was his career path uh that was stopped by him going to prison uh, and in the meantime obviously adonis has become this this very accomplished boxer and damien's very clear that he wants to be the world champion and he says to uh to adonis like oh, you know help me um, and he makes it clear that he was kind of disappointed he never heard from Adonis. Um, and we later learned that that Damien wrote to to uh, Adonis, but that Marianne hid the letters um, because she was protecting her son because she knew that Damien was you know wrong side of the tracks, or she thought he was the wrong side of the tracks and a bad influence. Um, but uh, Adonis, uh, you know obviously he didn't realize the letters weren't there but but the truth is that adonis was kind of left it too long he felt he left it too long as a kid he was a scared kid when they went to prison and he basically left it too long and then it was kind of easier to ignore rather than deal with the situation um so you know he damien certainly has some reasons to 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 have this kind of bitterness about him um but adonis agrees to train him and uh he takes him to the to the gym and obviously uh little duke um played by wood harris he remembers damien and he knows that damien's a bad guy so he's like you know i don't want this kid in the gym i don't want to train him but they do anyway um and ultimately through this plot uh damien and his ex-con friend um beat up 
or his his ex-con friend beats up victor drago uh the the son of ivan drago who is the right. next in line to face um creed's current champion the, the current champion uh i think it might be felix chavez the the current champion from from uh creed school and uh as a result uh you know victor's out of the fight because he has a broken hand and uh damien is is allowed to step in obviously humble damien but they're kind of warning signs that he's probably not a good idea and, and people warn him but adonis is like hey there is someone here if you you need to you need to fight soon and damien's here you could fight damien damien kind of takes some cheap shots in the in the in the match he cheats his way to a victory um underhanded and uh shortly after starts calling out adonis and um you know saying what kind of a, a horrible person he is and, and that you know he left him all these years ago and abandoned him and and you know kind of muddying his his shitting on his name basically so creed of course has to take up the the, the fight and uh you know decides to come out of retirement and fight and uh honestly i i thought this story was probably one of the stronger rocky stories i i think the chemistry between michael b jordan and jonathan majors is fantastic i am a big fan of jonathan majors at this point i thought he was great um in uh oh, what was that film uh, devotion yeah devotion uh not like the best movie but he was fantastic in that movie and he's fantastic here as a completely different yeah. character um i've seen with john John Jonathan Majors is that he is a really good actor that keeps getting put in terrible movies. Not you know, well, just like <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna speak for Kang the Conqueror, but I could probably assume that's not the best written character ever. Yeah. At this stage. Um and similarly, funny enough, I, I was thinking the same about Tessa Thompson. Watching this movie reminded me that Tessa Thompson's actually a very good actress. She just gets cast in these fucking roles um you know like when she's in a good role she is really good she's fantastic here um i i you know i was reminded instantly of of why i really loved her character in these movies um and uh yeah so jonathan majors is is fantastic in this um i i really think that the the story between these two the childhood story and the trauma and everything that happened between them uh, makes for a really good compelling setup for the fight between these two um and one of my favorite things about this movie is that after we actually get to see them talk after the fight which you rarely see in a rocky movie you do get bits yep. of it like sometimes rocky would do that after like in the next movie you see apollo creed and rocky talk in rocky yeah. 2 you see them catch up after rocky 1 but here we see it in the same film so they have the the, the fight and then afterwards they have uh, a, a talk and uh, i really enjoyed seeing that it's it's a it's a much more compelling story i think than than certainly creed 2 um and maybe even creed one i mean creed one's kind of carried on the fact that that adonis wants to prove that he wasn't a mistake because obviously yeah. you know apollo never uh talked about him and it was like a a, a hidden uh affair so you want to prove he wasn't a mistake here it, it it feels almost more personal in a way where it's it's someone from from adonis's childhood who looked after adonis and and you know really was trying to protect adonis when he went down um and you know we find out the reason why all of this went down we see it through flashbacks and, and we see that you know uh adonis was a kid but he made mistakes too and and you know he's probably you know somewhat or he feels at least responsible for 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 dame uh taking you know going down 
Um, so I thought it was a really compelling story. I, I think they have kind of made they've kind of screwed themselves for sequels t- to my mind um mm. purely from the fact that they do the um the james bond thing from skyfall where they're like you're old and knackered you can't do this fight <laughs> and then he kind of wills himself to the one more fight but then it's like that works really well and i loved it in skyfall when it's like oh you're old and broken but i was always like but you can't have a sequel now because he's old and knackered and like you know really you're gonna yeah, keep going the the, the the craig movies did that even in the second movie they yeah he's they, getting like, older in the second one but by the third one they're like properly like no you are knackered you can barely hold yourself together yeah and it's it, the yeah those fucking craig movies yeah i know <laughs> i know you're not a fan i, I, I like skyfall but i think it, it's like after that it should have ended because like he's too old and knackered and they i mean obviously creed gets in incredible shape and michael b jordan's in ridiculous shape anyway Mm. uh so he looks amazing but they make a point of talking about all of the various injuries he's got and how they have to work around it and stuff and you're like as a boxer he's pretty old now right uh and and i just think you know making it clear to the audience that he's that knackered physically it's Mm. like i just don't see how you're gonna keep but they did exactly movies. the same with Rocky, and they they kept him going for years. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was the same. By the, the same. You know. But... I always find it interesting though how these reboots, soft reboots, sequels, late sequels, try to reinvigorate a franchise and then very quickly fall into the same mistakes that the previous <laughs> franchise fell into, like Halloween yeah you know halloween uh 2016 or whenever it was they they tried to like they were like, oh let's ignore all of the craziness from the sequels and, and go back to him just being this really old but yeah. killer and then and then immediately they fall into that oh he's supernatural now and it's like you guys you just tried to undo all of that yeah, and now you've that's... done the same thing and they do the same here where it's like oh you're old and knackered it's like you made this mistake in rocky and now it's like you know it, it, it it's gonna be difficult for them to do sequels but Honestly, if this wasn't a movie connected to Rocky, if this was just a boxing movie, this is fantastic. It's a fantastic film. It's really well acted, really well written. I love it. The My only real complaint is the awkwardness around it being a Rocky movie without Rocky. And if they just killed him off in the opening, I think it would have been far, far better for them. Personally, that's how I feel about it. I think the, the question is, is with that, you know, being that, stallone isn't involved yeah did they want to take that step of murdering his character well i i'm guessing because this is the even if they don't I, like i don't know if this is the directorial debut of michael b jordan it might be um but obviously michael b jordan directed this and and i'm guessing that he decided to keep him around because i think he gets on well with stallone and wanted to leave that door open but it yeah. does make the film feel awkward as a result in my opinion because it's like why wouldn't rocky be here for your yeah. massive fight against your childhood friend and like after he's shot on you in public so much you, you like you, we know the character of rocky he would totally be there you know well um, like you said just a small uh, uh, you know well, like you said about the, the, the a text uh, or something so you don't even need yeah, to show stallone but you just show uh, the character of rocky the... is you know or a one-sided conversation where he's talking to rocky and you just hear uh, adonis's side but you know and then he sort of turns to to tessa thompson's character or whatever it's like you know it's rocky's you know sending his lover or something you know something it just it feels really awkward 
um as a result but that aside i thought this was a fantastic film it's really really good uh solid solid boxing movie um and and like i said michael b jordan i i'm a big fan of his acting and i think jonathan majors is quickly becoming a favorite of mine too i think he's fantastic in this um just i hope he like tessa thompson i, I hope they both escape this marvel trash <laughs> you know like get back to some good roles please although i can't speak for kang i mean maybe it's amazing i don't know i'm never gonna watch ant-man and the wasp quantum mania um, yeah uh, you know i'm not i'm not watching. they're not for me but um but they're you know fantastic acting fantastic film um i'll watch the next one regardless of my bitching of interviews and stuff i know i'm gonna watch it so i'm not gonna pretend like i won't but yeah fantastic third outing that really could have stood on its own if it if it wasn't a creed movie and therefore a rocky movie that's the the, the question whether it would will sustain itself without rocky but this one seems to have done really well so it's a it's a solid movie um there there obviously there's a, a love for the creed character so i so Maybe. Yeah, I I genuinely love the Creed character. Not as much as I love Rocky, because Rocky's been with me since my childhood, I guess. Yeah, and, exactly. You know. it's, it's and the character of Rocky, I mean, he's so like stupid and but nice, and you know what I mean. Like, you know, there's something infectious about that character. Yeah. Um, but Creed, yeah, I mean, Adonis Creed, I I absolutely love the character, and and I want to follow them on the journey. You know. So we'll see. I'm sure they'll make another one. So. Uh, We'll see where it goes. Anyway, I have been waiting this entire show. More than the whale. Like I want to hear about Cocaine Bear. Okay. So Because I've I've been I've been intrigued by this one for a long time. So directed by Elizabeth Banks, um, who, you know, we've we've had a a, a weird relationship with in the in the in the last couple of years with yeah, her, uh, up and down. Weird statements and and uh yeah. Uh starring uh Kerry Russell uh, Eldon Ehrenreich, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ray Liotta. I think it's Ray Liotta's last movie. Uh, I believe um, it's certainly one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think that's how I first found movie. out about this film. Being his last movie? Because Ray Liotta died, and yeah. I was like, oh god, that's awful, because I love Ray Liotta, loved a lot of his roles. And I looked it up, and I was like, huh, his last movie is a film called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then, of course, we later saw the trailer and everything else, so... Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, it's set in the eighties. It's um, sub- sort of based on the real story of, of course, a bunch of cocaine came out of a plane and a bear basically, you know, found it and ate it. Uh, what I think what really happened is is that the bear ate it and promptly died. Died, yeah. I mean that's the problem with a lot of these like based on a true story. It's like what? So you mean the true story is that once there was a bear that ate some cocaine? That's, yeah, exactly. That's the whole truth of the story here. Yeah. yeah. I think it got it uh, it got stuffed and bought by I think somebody fake. I can't remember who it was, but it okay. got stuffed and it ended up in the mall for years. Apparently, it was like a on display in a in a mall for a lot for a number of years right um, so this obviously it'd be a very short movie if that was the case this one takes a premise that the, the the bear then goes on a rampage and of course eats some tourists and stuff so you've got um the bear doing that you've got kerry russell's character who is a single mum uh her and her daughter Dee Dee. 
she goes off to work and Dee Dee basically skips school with her friend Henry and they uh, decide they're going to go off and, and have an adventure. Uh, Henry played by Christian Con- uh, Convery, who was uh, Gus in Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're off doing their little adventure, having their little adventure in the in the uh, in the in the forest. Uh, you've got Margot Martindale's character, who is a ranger, Ranger Liz, who basically is is gussying herself up for the for a visit from Pete, who is some sort of ranger representative or something. You've got a weird little gang of youths that are robbing people in the in the woods. You've also got Ray Liotta's crime boss, who the drugs should have been coming to him, um, but uh, obviously they're not. It's the guy who was transporting the drugs um, basically was a, was messed up, and when he was leaving the plane, he smashes his head on the uh, the door frame coming out, and obviously knocks himself out. Doesn't open his parachute, so he's obviously didn't make it. Um, so Leota brings out um, uh, David, who's uh, played by uh, O'Shea Jackson, who's uh, he says, you know, you've got to go down there and get all this cocaine. You've got to go find it all and get take my son with you. He's like, my son's this guy. He's clearly going through some sort of thing. His his partner's died, and he's having this sort of breakdown, and. Um, Radio is looking after his son and he doesn't want to look after his son. So there is a fuck ton going on in this movie. <laughs> Not only that, you've also got uh, Bob, played by Isaiah Whitlock Jr., who's a detective trying to get Radio's character. So he's there. Okay. He goes down. So all these characters are all sort of basically getting to the, to, to the forest to basically get killed by the bear of course um, so oh god there is way too much going on in this movie for a film about a fucking coked up bear killing people yes yeah. i would say it didn't need much in the way of plot no no there were there were little things like the copper has this sort of thing about this dog that he's got and the weird thing with these like youths that are robbing people and Mario Martindale's character trying to get in with this dude and right. it's like what is going on in this movie? I I just want to see the bear eat people. Can well, we that, see the that bear I... eat people? Yeah, like we don't want the bear's barely in it. We don't need much in the way of um of characterization of side characters in no. Jaws. We, no. we just want to see the shark eat people and then yep. them take the shark down. I, the... To, to be fair, this you could half the cast list on this movie. Yeah, you don't need, you right. don't need the ranger story. You don't need the stupid kids mm. uh, robbing people. You don't really need Kerry Russell and the kids, other than the fact that you know, as fodder, you don't need their story. All it should have been was the the two um, criminals trying to find the drugs and whoever else is in the vicinity yeah it tries to do so much and most of the humor completely falls on its 
ass. There are, there are jokes that are like, oh, that yeah, that was funny. But then there are these great, hilarious bits where the bear is running around, you know, eating people in this, in, in, in quite frankly, hilarious ways. Mm. But it, the movie should have just been that. And it's not. That's a, honestly, in the, what time was it? It's an hour and 30 minutes, basically, this movie. I would say that probably the bear is in it for 30 minutes. Right. There's so much fucking awful faffing in this movie that just, I mean, and there are weird directions, uh, decisions. There's like a moment where the one, oh, not, uh, doesn't really matter whether they spoil anything. It's not for the 90s well, but one Kerry Russell and has gone into this cave to find her daughter and they've, bumped into a, a, a tourist that, that, that is from earlier who sort of helps them out, but he stays outside, right? And then the, the, the criminals come along and they, they come, they're at the entrance of the cave and they're walking along and one of them says, hey, do you, think that, do you remember that time that we just, we, we found that dead tourist outside? And then you get a flashback to a moment <laughs> later where they just found a corpse, which clearly was just before they came into the cave. Right. Why the fuck do you... That's do bizarre. You put a flashback there. It was so weird. It's, this this movie is an absolute fucking mess. It's... Own, Sounds like the writers were on cocaine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, I, I, the direction was fine. It's not... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting... No... Um, I mean, it almost sounds like it makes a mistake where it strays away from the Jaws formula, really. Yeah, this this could have been so much more funny if they'd have just kept it as just a, kept it as a, a bear, bear slasher, basically yeah. a bear slasher movie, which is what they sold it as. Yeah, exactly. It it, it needed to be way more over the top. It yep. needed, to be, and I mean, even like the the eighty setting, there's there's it's it's. It's proper sort of, um, oh, we just went to the 80s store and bought a load of 80s stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that's I mean, my pet hate in recent a, there's cinema. There's a, a bit where Kerry Russell fights, like, they don't, she doesn't know where her daughter is. Right. They've gone off onto the forest, and she's like, oh, where, they're gone. They, they, she finds the, uh, one of their bags in the, in the yard, and she, she takes the bag, and she opens it, and it literally just the 80s pours out of this bag. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's like a Rubik's Cube and a, 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 a Slinky or, you know, there's all these stupid, and it's like, wow, you, you, you really are trying way too hard with this. You, you don't, we, we get it. It's the 80s. Okay, fine. It's yeah. Like, it's, <coughs> it's, it's not a terrible movie, but it's not a good movie. It's just an utter mess. It could, it tries to do too much. Mm. It's it's it has so many stupid little storylines going along that it completely doesn't need. We don't need to try and I know you know some people say that you know they don't watch slashes because oh it's just stupid kids coming in and getting murdered and then you know you, you're not attached to any of these kids or anything. And that is the formula. But that's the formula. That's the the kind of the point. This movie tries to make you sort of feel something for all these 
characters. It's like, yeah, but I don't care about these characters. I don't want to know about these characters. I just want to see the bear eat some people and, and have a, a weird and amusing side bits. And I mean, that is said, fine. Like I said, there are genuinely hilarious moments in it, but but there are so much, much more that just clangs. Mm. There's so much humour that just really doesn't hit. So I guess... And all, like, you know, performed by really good actors. The cast yeah. are really good. Um, uh, the, the two, Eddie and David, you know, uh, Jackson Jr. and uh, Ehrenreich, their characters... It kind of should have just been those two, really, mm. trying to find the drugs and trying to stay alive. That would have been so much more interesting than the mess that goes on. And sad to say, this is Ray Liotta's Street Fighter. Oh no! It really is. It's that's it, a yeah. It's it's like oh Ray, what are you doing? What what? Oh, it's please stop. It's. Just, so he's Raul Julia. He is totally Raul oh, Julia. No. Yeah, in this movie. It's, That's a shame. It's not... I mean, I... I don't think I can recommend it. I, I, Sorry, I, I'll just I'll just watch Grizzly again instead. <laughs> yeah, just watch Grizzly, yeah. Blimey, there's a movie I haven't seen for a while. Um, oh, I mean, this, the CGI is... is Passable. Not great. It's I, it looked. It kind of looks ropey, even in the trailer. If I'm honest. Yeah, so. and it kind of. You know, there, there are some genuinely funny bits with the bear that, you know, that work really well, mm -hmm. uh, despite the fact that it, it's not a terribly convincing. It's at times bear. Um, I don't know whether how to quite. Well, I, to... I've got to say, I'm I'm almost uh, I'm almost disappointed. To, to learn that they they tried to even stray from the formula of a slasher movie with a coked up mm -hmm. bear that was the entire premise and everyone was sold on that premise yeah it, uh, it it's does... not like people were like oh god this movie needs complex characters and story like no it really doesn't like no. it, um it's... yeah oh well and they're, and they're all silly over the top characters as well yeah. all like yeah. and you, you you constantly find yourself going stop doing this why why are we seeing this? What, what is this going? What is going on with this fucking film? <laughs> it is just a horrible, horrible mess um, that I honestly can't recommend. Okay. There's just not enough of the the good stuff to make it worthwhile. I don't think it's a it's a it's a huge disappointment mm. for something that for something just, it should it, just be it, such a simple movie. Yeah, it, it's a simple premise that that should have just. They should have just really lent into and yeah, gone hundred percent that, and left the other stuff that just doesn't work. So yeah, it's it's it, I can't recommend it. It's not a great movie at all. It's, oh, it's I, I I'd say give it a pass honestly. Oh well, um. So anyway, that's uh that's that's everything, right? That is, it is everything. I will definitely be checking out the whale. Like I said, I just need to be in the right frame of mind to. To, to watch the whale um but I, I i'll probably watch cocaine bear at some point as well but i'll i'll definitely wait for that one i'm not gonna not rush out to see that one yep but is there anything else you would like to cover uh just um lance reddick yeah it sucks dude uh 60 yeah uh, and young younger than i thought actually yeah i mean what a phenomenal actor eight 
a phenomenal actor uh who has you know i mean the wire yeah uh his performances in john wick he's he's great in good stuff he's also great in terrible stuff yes you know even when he's in trash he Uh is fantastic he's one of those he was always one of those actors you you know if he's in a film his performance will be solid yeah Um, yeah i mean fringe one of the things that sort of kind of yeah uh drew me you know made me aware of him was was uh, he's he's amazing in fringe and and he's really funny as well he was he was i mean if if you've seen some of the comedy sketches he did for funny or die that they're really great. The, I the don't to- know if I have actually. The, I used to watch the, quite a lot of Funny or Die, but I don't Toys remember. Of me? I think it's Toys of Me. Or, uh, it, it, it's it's really hilarious. It's just him as a story. It's really funny. He he and he did some amazing little sketches that that just showed that he had an amazing sense of humour. <laughs> and what just was, you know, seemed to be a, a real wonderful guy. And uh, I mean, he was in that. There was that Resident Evil thing that, thankfully, I never watched it. Wasn't his last <laughs> performance? Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him in. in yeah, thank God. You um, know, he 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 did John Wick Four, which I'm hearing very good things about. It. I'm glad that Resident Evil wasn't his final. Yeah, project. and he's he's such a minor part of those movies, but he's really bloody good in them. He's one of my favorite characters in John Wick. Yeah, the concierge is great. He's fantastic, yeah. And it, you know, he, he does get his moment to shine in, in the uh, in the third one. I, gets... I'm really hoping he gets a bigger moment in in John Wick Four as well, because it feels like it's the climax, and I, I would like to see you know. I, the, the only thing that that rings alarm bells for for that one is that there is a lot of people in that movie. It's a long movie, though. It's There's like three, going... isn't it? Like three and a half, three hours long or something. It's a really it's... long movie. So, so there's time. Yeah. Wonderful actor. Yeah, absolutely. Matt. Yeah. Have you had a thought about what we're going to do next time? Because we talked about this and we weren't sure, were we? We're going to do well, a comedy? I think, I think your suggestion. What was my suggestion? I think uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm up for Hot Fuzz. Good Be one movie. Of the the, the uh, newer movie, or newer movies that we've done. Yeah. But I think, yeah, Hot Fuzz. Right. And I think, although controversially maybe, uh, I prefer sure the dead i think a lot of people i think i i feel like i'm in the minority preferring hot fuzz and that's not to say that shawn of the dead or world's end are bad movies because i like all of them yeah they're all they're all great um but i think we've covered quite a lot of zombie movies and we've covered a lot of horror type things recently we have indeed so i think hot fuzz will all right will uh i mean you could argue that the hot fuzz is a horror as well it's it, certainly got moments. It does certainly lean yeah. on the, uh, the the uh, folk horror tropes yeah. at, at some points. <laughs> there, there, there were very there were uh, you know similarities between that and, and the Wicker Man. Let's say, yeah. Uh, but we can go into those later. Absolutely, we can. We will do that next time. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll be back next week with uh, hot fuzz. Uh, but until then. Stay safe, take care, and we'll catch you next time.